This is episode 18 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today we continue our four-part series on what makes Christian travelers set apart from other travelers. Specifically, we'll be discussing how to be slow to judge. Welcome to the Christian Travelers Network, where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Travelers, so glad that you are here. Once again, I want to encourage you to subscribe to our network at christiantravelers.net. But today I am on a road trip in Indiana and am going to a friend's wedding. And in the process, I'm catching up with some college friends. And Laura Lee is here with me today to talk a little bit about this topic. Hey, Laura Lee, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking me to do this. This is great. <laughs> awesome. It's so glad to get to see you again. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while. I feel like nothing's changed, though, so it's good. Yes. Um, I was just talking about this in episode eight, how I have some awesome friends that things just pick up where they left off every mm, time. Yeah. <laughs> Should have been in that episode. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So uh, today we're talking about judgment, and I think oftentimes when we start traveling, we kind of have our own expectations when we go into it. We have these opinions of kind of just how systems and society tends to work, Um, but when we go outside of our home communities, we tend to run into some cultural differences. What do you think about that, Loralee? Just in general, when when you travel, yeah, yeah, I think I definitely understand that. Um, I think people are just, you know, when they meet someone that's different, I think we automatically just judge right away. So I think that's uh, that's definitely a thing. But yeah, I mean, I've the reasons why I've traveled mostly is just because you know I'm going on a mission trip, so I've been very fortunate to um, travel a lot because of that. So normally I go in with a mindset okay, we're serving people, but a lot of times when I do travel and it's not that, I tend to not look at people as well as I probably should. (laughs) And I feel like a lot of people do that too, you know? Yeah. So We're definitely all guilty of that in some way. Um, And so today we're going to talk a little bit just about maybe some ways that we can go in with that open mindset um, and how we can just approach that in the future. So, uh, what are some of your travel experiences, Loralee? Well, some of my travel experiences. Um, I think some of the biggest ones that I can think of, um, I went to Costa Rica and Guatemala on a mission trip. Um, And then I spent a summer in Boston one summer. And then um, I'm actually from Colorado. And so I went to school in Nebraska. And so even Nebraska, it's just like one state away. Um, was new to me. And I've been to other places in the United States, um, but those are probably the ones that stand out to me the most. Yeah. So. Um, In those experiences, what are some of those, like, cultural differences that you've noticed? Um, I think the biggest cultural difference, um, especially with Costa Rica and Guatemala, was there's just not as much stuff down there. A lot of people that... We went to go help and serve as uh, they were living in shacks. And, you know, it's not in all places of Guatemala, Costa Rica. But um, there just was a limited amount of stuff, materials. 
Um, and another thing, <clears throat> especially in Costa Rica, um, they didn't really think about time as much as America. Um, we're all about like, we got to be here at a certain time, but they were like, let's just chill and be with people. You know, <laughs> they didn't really, cause we, sometimes we would schedule things on our mission trip and you know, people would show up like two hours later, <laughs> just like we told you at this time. And they're like, oh, but I was, you know, talking to, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah. Um, I think that was probably the biggest cultural difference. There's just not as much stuff and, um, you know, they didn't really think about time as much as we do. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then within the United States, just Colorado to Nebraska, what were some things that you noticed different? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I grew up in like a suburb area, so pretty close to Denver, downtown Denver. So there's plenty of stuff around. And when you go to a town, the next town, um, there's not like wide open space in between I guess and when I went to Nebraska we, I went to a, a, a town of like 7,000 and there was just a lot of space in between each town there's not that many towns there's not not many people in each town um, and people were nice and like said hi to you and they passed you <laughs> on the road and that kind of thing um, but I think yeah the biggest difference was just there's not that many people and the people that were there were pretty nice um, to me, so it just kind of the whole town just felt like a neighborhood to me, um, for sure. But yeah. yeah. So one of the um, cultural experiences that I think of where it was like incredibly different um, was a trip I went to China, and our tour group was kind of just looking at the agricultural side of China um, and touring at the same time, and they took us to a market. And there were just like these five pound bags of seasonings just chilling out there that they were selling. And um, the refrigeration was there, but then they would store their meat, like their recently decapitated chickens and other animals. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, the refrigeration wasn't on. It just, it was just like Whoa, this meat sitting out in the heat. And it was just Ooh. kind of... <laughs> That's yeah, interesting. It huh. smelled very strongly and that night um, <laughs> when we ate dinner, like some of those aromas were in this restaurant, you know? Uh -huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so suddenly we're all just like, we're not that hungry anymore. <laughs> Wouldn't it go bad if they did that? I, I, the, I think there's just enough people that the food just kind of moves in and out quick oh, enough that they interesting. Okay, it. that's fair. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. So just different... I guess FDA rules because they don't have FDA, <laughs> you know. Makes sense. So yeah. that was kind of one of mine. That's crazy. So Laura Lee, what do you think? Um, as a Christian, what are some things, like what should our mindset be when we go into those experiences that are different? Um, I think when you go into a different place, you know, like kind of what I said before, it's easy to judge someone who's different. Um, but I think just thinking about it kind of like Christ did, you know, he comes into different places and, um, he comes in with a mission of helping and serving people. And, you know, you might not come in and you might have to, when you're traveling and things, you might not be there to serve. You might just be traveling through or on a business meeting or something like that. Um, but it's always, you know, important to just consider when you go to a different place, just treat it kind of how you live your life. In general, um, I guess, you know, looking for ways to help people um, in that way. Um, and then 
with like the judging part, it's it's easy to judge um, when we go into a new place. Uh, but I think it, just to keep in mind that when you do go into a new place, that it is going to be different and that there won't be kind of like the chicken, you know, you know that when you go into China, it's going to be different than America um, and you're going to run into things that surprise you. Um, but that doesn't mean that you can be like, say thing, you know, bad things about people or a lot of these people, you know, it's, I think it's really seeing people, how Christ sees them. Um, and that's really how you should live your life wherever you are, not just when you're traveling. Um, so yeah, I guess I, that's how I would take it. Yeah. Um, some things that I think of when going into that situation, um, in addition to uh, looking at them through Christ's perspective, is kind of going in with some preparation in mind. Even if you are just going on a business trip, um, going ahead and kind of looking at the history of a community. Um, has oh, yeah. Christianity been there before? Has what wars have been fought there? What religions have gone through there? Just kind of their customs and norms. Um, because sometimes just knowing those things ahead of time kind of helps you to stop and like process through their perspective why they're doing the things they're doing the way they're doing them, even if it isn't necessarily how you would do them. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I like that a lot. Okay, so we want to dive into Romans 12, 16 through 18 and kind of talk a little bit about what God says about living in harmony and in peace rather than in judgment. So if you read along, Romans 12, 6 to 18 reads, Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. What are like some thoughts that you have about this section? I really like this because I think um, sometimes when we go into um, different cultures and that kind of thing, we, I guess, not every American, but I feel like sometimes as Americans, we go into culture and think that our culture is the best and we're like, we want to do it this way and you know this mcdonald's is not as good you know not maybe not that but you know we just kind of go in kind of proud like oh we're we speak english so you should speak english that kind of pride a little bit um and i like how you know this this um verse is really talking about not being that way and not being proud um, of your own self but looking to the needs of others and living in harmony um and that you know that might have to do with um, doing the things that they're doing, um, as long as, you know, as long as you're not doing something against God, of course, uh, but maybe it, it's, um, eating at a restaurant that maybe you don't want to eat at or finishing your plate. Like some cultures, um, say that you're supposed to <laughs> finish your plate. We don't do that sometimes because we're pretty wasteful. So I think this is perfect, not only in our own lives, but, um, especially when you travel, uh, to try to live at peace with as many people as possible when you're, you know, around them and, and doing the things that they're doing in their culture. What do you think? Um, What's up? I really like <laughs> this part that says, be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. Um, and yeah, like you were saying, just being willing to 
associate yourselves with whatever is their norms. Um, in the Czech Republic, you uh, when I traveled there, you had to wear slippers if you were inside of someone's house. Um, oh, really? Some okay. places you have to like bring gifts whenever you go to somebody's house. Mm. Just like taking mm. the time to try and fit in. Sometimes it's just even learning the simple thank you, yes, right. no in a language other than your own. Right, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's kind of what we got today, and hope we'd love to hear some of your thoughts on that. But before we conclude, I have some fun little questions for Laura Lee. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Okay. Um, first of all, what is your favorite travel story when it comes to the two of us? When it comes to the two of us? Well, we don't have any fun stories. Oh. We're boring as heck. No, I'm just no. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, there, I mean... There's a lot. I feel like Sarah and I, we've done a lot of fun adventures together, Um, whether it's going different states or just going in the woods and being crazy. But I think probably... Hammocking. Hammocking or hiking. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, uh, I think... Yeah, I think my definitely my favorite was when we went to Utah mm-hmm. with we went two other friends and we drove from Nebraska to Utah to go to the Canyonlands. Mm-hmm. That's right, mm-hmm. yeah. And so we we just gotta hike around down there and be goofy and see God's creation and drink some alcohol <laughs> on the side of a cliff. It was great. Um, sleep in um, really cold temperatures and. Uh, Sarah wrote a book, and so she would read it to us at night. <laughs> Bedtime <laughs> stories. <laughs> Bedtime stories with Sarah. Um, but yeah, no, I think, you know, there's a lot. There's other ones where, you know, I went and we went on a walk and stuff in the woods and that kind of thing. But no, I think that probably was my favorite one where we went. Yeah. So you tell us that yours? Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really beautiful. There were a lot of hikes and it was very cold and there was no running water, but we survived. We did. We did. <laughs> we planned ahead, got food, you know. Mm-hmm. It was uh it was it was a success. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then I like to ask everybody on my podcast, what is like your biggest god moment in all of your travels? Mm. Um, well, I, I have a lot there. God has really shown up a lot, um, in a lot of my travels, but I think one of the ones that stands out, um, I went on, uh, to an, do an internship, um, in Boston, um, in the summer of 2017, as I just helped out with an organiz a mission organization. Um, and they did, uh, mission trips for a youth group that came to Boston and we would just host them at this church. Um, and one of the biggest God moments that I had while I was there was my apartment was really close to the ocean. I know, it's pretty great. <laughs> um, and so I would go out there on the weekends and play my guitar. And I went out there one time and started playing my guitar. And I was, I was writing a song because I didn't know if I really wanted to be there or why I was there. So I was writing a song about that because I was just struggling. And this woman comes up to me and she's like, are you saying that about God? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and she's like, oh my gosh. And so we started talking. And she eventually like invited me to this conference that that she was having over like the course of a few days that um, around that time. And I was like, 
Oh, that sounds awesome. And it was kind of frightening because, like, a person coming up to you inviting you something, it's kind of, like, sketchy, like, what the heck. But I talked to, um, like, my boss, I guess, that was there, and he's like, yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> and so I went to this conference with this lady, and she was fine, and she was very um, spiritual, and I could tell that she had a very uh, strong faith. And, yeah, so then after that, uh, I, like, went to her house one time to play games with a bunch of people, and... She came over to my apartment a few times with some other people and talk about scripture and stuff. So, yeah, I think, and we still talk today. I mean, I, I, I texted her a few weeks ago, and that was two years ago. So, yeah, I think <laughs> that was probably one of the biggest ones, just randomly meeting someone and connecting over our faith. Um, but, yeah, so that was, that was pretty crazy. God definitely brings people into our lives in very interesting ways very strange ways <laughs> you just gotta if you go to some place just take a guitar go out there and play music you will find the people you want <laughs> they will come to you no, <laughs> play the music but. and they will come <laughs> <laughs> play the music just sing jesus loves me wherever you go and no, just kidding. okay <laughs> yep so that's my story well, Laura Lee, thank you so much for joining us on our podcast today. Oh, you are so welcome. This was so fun. This is great. <laughs> yeah. Well, Christian Travelers, thanks for tuning in today. Uh, can't wait to talk to you again next week. But in the meantime, safe travels and God bless.